Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Football Spectacle. Today, we are again joined by our favorite guests that we had a couple episodes ago, Jamie and Dow, if you guys would like to say a quick hello. Hello again, everyone. Very happy to be here. Um, Should have a good episode for you guys. Hey, guys. Good to be back. I'm excited to talk about Chelsea today. Yeah, so as Jamie just mentioned there, we're going to be... Uh... Breaking down the unfortunate season that uh, Jamie and I's favorite club is having right now. Um, yeah, so today's all about Chelsea. And uh, what we're going to be doing is we're going to be pretty much, you know, as Nick and I have done in the past, put ourselves in the manager's position. And we're going to do a little slightly different uh, style compared to our other um, how to rebuild um, episodes. Where instead we're gonna um, we're all gonna go through um, each player in uh, the Chelsea roster in the first team roster and also players that are are on loan right now, and we're pretty much gonna do a a keep a sell or a question mark where we'll kind of do some discussion. So it's gonna allow for us to kind of discuss you know where we think Chelsea should keep players, uh, where we think Chelsea should sell players, um, especially moving forward into the new era with. Uh, Maurizio Pochettino reportedly coming in in charge of Chelsea. So, um, yeah, it's going to be a fun episode. I haven't even said uh, introduced my fellow co-host. So, Nick, you want to say a little hello and a little introduction? Oh, yeah. Hey, um, this is going to be a fun one. It's exciting because both Archie and Jamie are Chelsea fans. So this is very important to them. And hopefully Poch is, uh, is watching this. And for me and Dow, it's just kind of funny because as neutrals, we just get to laugh at Chelsea. Yeah, we just have tickets to their downfall. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you, friends, for being so supportive of us. Um, well, anyways, why don't we just get right into this then? Because I think this is going to be uh, we got a lot of debating and a lot of uh, a lot of players to go through. Um, yeah, okay. Yeah, so let's fire it up. Uh, we'll start, I guess, we'll start with the goalkeepers. Um, so let's start ourselves off with, um, why don't we go with the current number one at Chelsea, uh, Kepa. Yeah, I, I can kick this off. I think he's kind of the top one because he's on massive wages. He paid such a massive transfer fee for him. Um, if you were to sell him, him, you're making a huge like loss, at least on the financial statements. But I, I think Chelsea badly needs a, a new keeper. And I think as the younger option between him and Mendy, he might be the easiest to sell. Um, my vote, I think, is, is to dump him. Yeah, I don't, I don't think that's a bad idea. I think especially, you know, he has been, you know, at some times this season, he's been not bad. Like he's been Chelsea's saving grace at some points. Not saying he's been great because we haven't kept a clean sheet in years. I mean, um, so, but you know, sometimes he has been very, very good. So, you know, I think he's also r- risen his value maybe slightly um, to the point where you know maybe it would be a good time to sell him now before we bring in another goalie who may push him out of the starting role. So I think maybe you know now might be the time to try and you know clear his wages off the off the bill and kind of get some half decent money back for him um yeah to move into the future to buy another you know hopefully quality young goalie 
I think um, Kepa has definitely been the better keeper out of the two this season. Um, and I agree that uh, that goalkeeper positions one where we were we've got to get a new signing. Um, but I don't think selling both Kepa and Mendy is a good option. I think that one of them should stay, and ideally that one would be Kepa. Um, I think that he's. He he's been the better goalie season this season, and I think that having another top second goalie who can fight for that starting position is important. And I think that he should be that guy. Yeah, I don't I, I don't see anything wrong with that. I think <clears throat> I think it's purely. I mean, Mendy's on. You know, he he has been poor this season. Let's not. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about that. I think he, you know, Mendy's proven that he can be a good goalie as well. You know, I think we mustn't forget that when he first came into Chelsea, he was class and he was the first choice goalie. I think he's low on confidence right now. Um, you know, he did have that injury that put him out of the squad for a while and Kepa kind of came in and performed really well. Um, you know, so now he's not getting much playing time. Um, but you know, I I do understand that you know keeping Kappa for that reason to have some competition would be would be beneficial as well. But we also mustn't forget that uh, there is a young goalie, Gabriel Slow Slowny. I don't know how to say his name. Selena is coming through the ranks. He's an American goalie, and uh, you know, as he kind of ages, he might be able to be that you know worthy second second choice. Yeah, he's supposed to be a very good prospect as well, Slonina. Um that's why I'm kind of comfortable selling both Mendy and Kepa. I think they should. I think Mendy they should definitely get rid of. I don't. He's old. Um, still on pretty big wages. He's also not going to renew his contract. He's made it very clear he wants the same salary as Kepa, which is over two hundred thousand pounds a week. Um, neither of them are, are worth that kind of money. Um, that's why if you sign the new goalkeeper, I'd be comfortable trying slow Nina as a backup, giving him minutes in Carabao Cup. Uh, maybe F Cup as well, and seeing if he's a real deal. Because Bettinelli is a comfortable like third option. Worst case scenario, we use him once in a while if Selena isn't that guy as a back isn't a reliable backup. So I I think it's a pretty low risk kind of situation to sell both the Keppa and Mendy and get someone who is going to be the number one. It's just kind of an issue. What if you bring in the wrong guy? Then you're back at square one. Yeah, definitely taking more of a risk if you were to sell both just in the pure fact that if, you know, whoever comes in doesn't turn out, then you're kind of stumped for at least half the season. Um, but yeah, I, I agree. I think it's relatively low risk and, you know, may give an opportunity for a younger prospect to get into the team. Yeah. I agree. I think the goalkeeper position is one where Chelsea can kind of take a chance, you know, and potentially um, low risk, high benefit kind of situation where you offload the wages a bit and then, you know, go with someone younger, which fits their overall um, recruiting scheme of bringing in all these young players at this point. Yeah, well said. Yeah, that's very true. It fits the kind of what Bully's vision for the club is. Um, anyway, so what what's our final verdict? So I'm happy to only sell one of these guys, but are we agreeing that Kepa's the one to sell, or 
do we think Mendy? Maybe we'll do we'll do a little vote. Yeah. Um I vote purely for the fact that we are going to be struggling with financial fair play and I think we'll be able to get more for him. I'm gonna say sell Kepa. Um and keep Mendy. Um, you know, I think you still be a reliable backup and still be effective in some games if we were to keep him. Um, I just think it's time to kind of capitalize on on Kepa. And, you know, I think we could maybe still get like, you know, 25, 30 million for him. Um, so, yeah, I'm going to say sell Kepa. Jamie, what do you think? Um. Yeah, I definitely don't disagree with that. Like considering the financial situation, I do think Kepa will go for probably slightly more than Mendy. Um, uh, it's tough though, especially like it depends who the keeper is that we're bringing in because bringing in new keepers into the Premier League, like for example, we saw with De Gea when he first came into the Prem, one of Man United's best players over the past like a lot of seasons, but those first years, he struggled to adapt to the physicality of the game. And if, if a keeper is really not doing well, then I think it's important to have somebody who's pushing behind him to fight for that first team position still, and to potentially step in if needed. Um, but definitely Mendy could still be that guy. Um, I do think it's important that one of them is kept. Yeah, I agree with that. I think it should depend on their scouting report on who they have that they want to bring in. And if it's someone that's young but talented and lacks the experience, I think keeping Mendy around kind of to um push each other and show him the ropes would be good. However, if you are bringing like, um, a more well-established keeper on lower wages, then um, I wouldn't be mad at selling Mendy as well. Maybe not immediately. Maybe um, if you decide to keep him, you can offload him next year's January transfer window. Okay. Yes. Okay. Sounds like we're selling Kappa, keeping Mendy for another year. Um, we another thing about Kep. Um, another thing about Kappa. I think he'd be a good placemaker. Like I don't know what team is going to go buy Kappa, especially on those wages, but if. Chelsea were to offer, let's say, him to enter in exchange for Onana. We'll say, here's 30 million plus Kepa. We'll pay some of his wages. You give us Onana. I think that'd be a win win for both teams. I think it'd be perfect for a situation like that. Try and tr trade almost for someone else. Yeah, that's a good point. I think that, uh, yeah, yeah, because those, those wages are going to be a big deterrent for a lot of, a lot of big clubs. Um, but if that could work, that'd be pretty sweet. Okay. Um, how much do you think we could get for Kepa? So I, I think, yeah, because of the wages, I think he won't sell for a lot, maybe 50 to 20. And Chelsea might have to subsidize some of those wages as well. Yeah, I don't know how many years he has left on his contract. I think he's getting down to the end. Um, but I know he signed a, he did sign a long contract. Um, so maybe like a couple of years. Um, I would say maybe uh, 20 to 25 million, I would say would be appropriate for him. So, you know, he is a solid goalie. I think we're, you know, we're forgetting that he, he has played well, um, but he's not a, he's not a top six goalkeeper. 
he's a mid-table goalkeeper or a goalkeeper in you know back in Spain or Italy or somewhere like that maybe for like a you know yeah. non non-title contending team. Yeah, I totally see Valencia just being like, all right, thirty mil, here you go. Yeah, go Skepa. Yeah, after they because Valencia's goalie, they're they're looking. He's, he's probably going to be sold this summer, isn't he? As well, I mean, just not yeah. that I'm talking about Valencia, but yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. Well, why don't we why don't we move into the defense now? Because we got a lot of defenders to talk about. Oh um, yeah. <laughs> all right. So Nick, do you want to run us down the line, and we can just go through each each one individually. Yeah, sure. Okay, let's start with Badia Shield, who we who was signed in January. I think it's been Chelsea's best January signing up there with Enzo. For forty million, I think he was a steal as well. I think he's phenomenal. Um, he's about to break into the French team as well. He's a must keep for me. Must keep. Must start as part of this new project under Podge. I really, really like Badia Shield. I think he's a must keep. I agree with you. I think that he's probably the the best signing from the January transfer window, like accounting for his cost. Um, yeah, he, he's a must keep for sure. Yeah. Uh, I, I uh, yeah. So, so do I, I think that's, uh, yeah, he's, he's been class and a really, really good, really good signing. One of the only bright spots of that, you know, ludicrous transfer saga we've had so far. Um, so yeah, I, I agree. Keep. Okay, awesome. Um, I see. So we're all in agreement. We're keeping them. Um, on to Wesley Fofana. Dow, you want to kick us off? Yes. Um, I I've watched Wesley play for a while, and uh, honestly, um, I was a big fan of him. Um, is and like personally to me, like he was just popping off, and he was just uptrends going off and then that injury happened to him and you know briefly I thought well that looks like a career ending injury and you know it was upsetting but the way he's um come back from that and um the way he's played I I think he's a very good defensive player and um I personally would keep him I totally agree with that, Dow. Um, yeah, I think especially in Pochettino's system, he really likes center backs who are very confident on the ball. Wesley Fofana is a very good player on the ball. He's a great passer of the ball. Um, and he seems to have been doing very well since recovering from his injury still. I think he's a must-keep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I definitely agree. I mean, he was one of my center backs in our uh, in our fantasy draft we did. So I obviously rate him very highly. Um, I will say, and you know, ever since I picked him, he's been a little, he's had a little dip in form for sure, which is I think I think I'm just cursed whenever I like talk about somebody. But um, yeah, so I I you know I I think he's still a class player. He's 22 years old. And he's you know starting for Chelsea in the Premier League. I think that 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 itself speaks volumes. He's 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 a class center back, and yeah, hundred percent. Him and Badia Shield could be the future center back pairing for Chelsea. Yeah, I I also think he has to stay. I think he's had a lot, a lot of injury issues that down the line could be a big issue for Chelsea. But he's only what twenty two. 
he needs to be given every chance, especially for the eighty million price tag that he costs. Okay, throwing agreements again there. Definitely keeping Fofana. Um, now on to one where I don't think we're all going to agree: Trevo Shaloba. Archie, do you want to start this one? Sure. Um, okay, so Chalaba's, you know, he's 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 been a good player. He's been solid for Chelsea in the past. He's you know performed well under Tuchel. He was he was he was quite good. Um, but recently, I have not been very impressed with him. Um, I think right now he's on the outside looking into the Chelsea squad, even though he did start against Bournemouth. Um, but he's starting as a you know he's starting as a makeshift right back right now because Reese James is injured. Um, you know as Pilaquet is get just aging more, and we have um, you know Balo Gusto is not part of the team yet. Um, so you know for me, I um, I think it's time to move on from uh, from Trevo. Um, I think he you know we could again get a decent amount of, of funds back for him. Um, you know, going to a club like Aston Villa or somewhere like that. So yeah, I think for me, he's uh, it's it's time to part ways. And you know, I think we've got enough depth in the center back position other than him. So yeah, I'm going to say sell. I agree with you, Archie. I think Chaloba is a uh, definitely a good gr- a good option to sell for Chelsea. Like we need to we need to sell so many players um this summer and. I just don't think that he's played enough this season. Fofana's fit now. Fofana's my easily my top choice over Chaloba. And he, he's a player that came from the academy. If we can sell him, get £20 million pounds for him, that's, that's pure profit. And I, I think that would be a, a good option for Chelsea. Yeah, I'm, I'm totally with you. Um, I, I think he's a really good player. I think he's Chelsea-worthy. But there's so many options in that defense now. And 20 mil is 20 mil. And I, I think someone in the Premier League would easily pay that money. So I, I think he, he'd be a good guy to sell. Yeah, I, I'd have to agree. Um, I think he's utilized elsewhere. You know, 23 years old, 192 centimeters tall, solid center back. And for 20 million, I think that's a very good price. Offload the balance books a bit. All right, so I guess we are all in agreement. I was not really expecting that. I was hope I was thinking <laughs> someone would fight fight to keep him. Um, I guess we move on to another another guy. Um, Archie mentioned him already in Aspilicueta. He's old, very old. How old is he now? Thirty five. Pushing that at least. Um, he has not be. been the same player the last few years. Like he's, I mean. Great servant. He's been there 10 years. And at his peak, just a fantastic player. Both a left back, center back, right back, anything, really. But I, I think his time is, is coming to dump him. But does anyone want to keep him just as like a locker room presence or anything? I don't think it's worth it. Um, We've just got too many players in the roster. I think including lone players who are coming back, we've got over 40 players in the squad right now. There's so many players who need to leave. And I love Aspilicueta so much. He's been amazing for the club. He's been an amazing captain, but it, it is time for him to go, especially 
Pochettino's going to play in a back four. He he's not a back three player. We center backs are a position where we need to we need to offload. Okay. And uh, how much money do you think we'd get for him? Five million, probably from Barcelona. Ten, maybe if we're lucky. Yeah, I, yeah. I would say five, five to ten. Okay. Um, yeah, you know, I, I, you know, I'm with Jamin that one where you know, as P's been such a loyal servant to Chelsea, he's been you know our captain for a long time, kind of you know replacing replacing uh that era of John Terry and Gary Cahill as our as our captains and he's done so well you know won countless trophies so you know he he deserves his respect for sure for for his career at Chelsea but you know I think I think as Jamie was saying there's just so much dead weight in the team right now as P doesn't have the quality anymore to to stay in the team so uh yeah you know I, I think selling him for five to ten million to Barcelona seems like a likely and you know I would say it's a it's a good step for him uh, moving on in his career as well. And Dow, any thoughts? Yeah, I agree. And um, in terms of, I think he has good value for locker room presence, but I think you can also get that um, out of Thiago Silva, who's someone you know, won loads of things, experienced, got him for a free transfer, and now you know he's valued less at. 2.5 million so i think um in terms of aspie if we keep one of those two um aspie would be the one to go okay yeah fair enough uh, we're really all on the same page aren't we um i guess we move on to one of the biggest summer signings one of the best center backs of the last 10 year, years and he just hasn't looked the same at chelsea and kaladu Koulibaly, who's 31 now about to turn 32 bought for big money given a long four-year contract on a huge salary and he's making like 250,000 pounds a week or so what do we do with him because I don't think the issue I, I think preferably we do want to sell him just because he's aging and on huge money but I don't think we're going to find a buyer or I don't think he'd even want to leave unless he was getting the same wages somewhere else yeah uh this is actually a tough one for me, um, thinking about it, because, you know, I, I think giving him an opportunity under under a new manager would be would be good. I think him under Poch, you know, as you know, Poch will revert back to that four back system consistently, I would I would think. Um, you know, so I think, you know, Caladu has has excelled in those systems in the past at Napoli. Um, you know, and I think, you know, maybe he could regain his form once we kind of get some like solidity and consistency with the team. You know, he's obviously proven that he is can be a top top five center back in the world. Um, but again, it keeps coming down to this point of the sheer number of center backs and the sheer the wages he's on, and you know, like it, he's getting paid ridiculous money. So you know, for that reason alone, like we already have, you know, we have Badia Shield, we have Fafana, we have, you know, we're probably going to keep Thiago Silva, Levi Cowell's coming back. That's already four center backs. If we keep Koulibaly as well, a fifth center back, all wanting to compete for those two positions we have is just, I don't know, it looks, it looks slim. So 
Yeah, I think it would be a tough one, but I think maybe cutting our losses and letting him go might be the might be the option. Um, but again, as Nick was saying, finding a potential suitor who's willing to pay those wages that he's on right now and you know pay the money that we would want for him might be difficult. Yeah, I agree. Um, ideally, I do think Koulibaly would leave this summer if we could get like twenty five million pounds for him. Um, but I'm I'm not sure who's going to want to sign him. But he is a very very good player. But as you said, we've just got too much depth in that position, and we need to we need to offload big players and get big money in. And I think Koulibaly should leave. Yeah, I like. I fully agree. I just don't think anyone buys him. I don't think twenty five million. No way. Like I'd say even five ten. I I don't think anyone's going to buy him. Even just because of the wages, and he's go not going to leave. He'll refuse unless someone's paying those wages. Um, I I feel like this has Juventus on loan written all over it. But even would he go to Juventus? Like you'd be most the most hated man in in Naples if he were to betray Napoli like that. Because he was their longtime cap, or not captain, but vice captain, I guess, behind Insigne. And they loved him over there. So I don't know if he could do that. Maybe Inter is another option. I, I think the only place who would be willing to take him is Italy. But I think it might have to be on loan and Chelsea subsidizing a lot of the wages, kind of similar to Lukaku. Yeah. Yeah. I, I have no disagreements there. I don't think you're wrong, Nick. I, I, I think I think that's fair. Um, I mean, I think one other place where maybe take him is uh, PSG. Uh, maybe on, on loan or buy him outright. Because, I mean, you know, PSG is kind of losing, you know, they're definitely losing Messi. They might be losing Neymar as well. They're going to want to go and maybe make some, like, you know, big name signings. So maybe, I, I know they have a sheer depth of center backs, but... Um, you know, but they also have Milan Skriniar coming in on free transfer. I I don't think it makes sense to them. It, but yeah, I yeah, but PSG that never makes sense to me. <laughs> that's that's a very good point. <laughs> that's very true. Yeah, so, oh, this uh, one's such, such a tough one. Yeah. I, um, so we, we're all in agreement that he's worth selling, but yeah. I, I just don't know how we get him out. Um, like, and how yeah. much money could we feasibly get? I'm just not sure. Like, maybe we get lucky, and Juventus come in and they're like, "Oh, we we can throw in twenty million. But I I think it's likely that they they approach us and they're like, "Loan with an option for fifteen, you pay his wages," and that doesn't really benefit us that much, unless it's just to get make sure that Cole Will is getting a lot of playing time. Yeah. Nick, do you think um, if Tamori were to potentially leave Milan, do you think Milan would look into him? No, no. We go somewhere younger. I think we're looking at Shaloba, actually. We were linked heavily a few months ago on loan with an option to buy. I think, was that, I think it was in the summer, maybe January. Mm -hmm. we, we would go for someone younger. <clears throat> right. Especially with his wages, too. He's making more than like our top three players combined. <laughs> Yeah, I don't, you know, if if he ends up staying, like, I don't think it's the worst thing as long as we can keep the wage bill, you know, okay. But, 
it's tough because he's just you know because he, he he will play like if he's at the club he will play he, he's not just going to sit on the bench I just don't want him to be the reason why we don't get some progressions in the likes of Levi Cowell and Badia Shiel. Okay. So, yeah. yeah, it's a sticky one. Like, I'm I'm happy to keep him just for the pure reason that if it's too difficult to sell him, it's not the end of the world if he stays at the club. Because you know he's he's a liked player. You know he's not like he's causing like serious you know mayhem at the club or anything, but. Yeah, you know, if if we were if we had the opportunity to sell him, I think that wouldn't be a bad deal. Okay, maybe we talk about Colwell quickly, and we can return back to Kula Valley to make a decision. Because I I think, yeah, I, I I'm I'm with you on that. It'd be fine to keep him, but it's definitely something to keep in mind that Colwell was a very good prospect coming back from alone after a great season with Brighton. Like, do you expect him that? He'll start a lot of games because I'm kind of worried that he'll come back and just not play. And then it's it's kind of like, why do we have this great prospect sitting here? Yeah. Um, Jamie, do you want to have a go at this one? Yeah, sure. Um, so in my mind, if we're keeping Thadia Shiel, we're keeping Fofana, Thiago Silva is a must-keep for me. I don't see us keeping both um, Koulibaly and Levi Colwell. And I think that Levi Colwell is the better guy to keep. He just came off a great season at Brighton. Um, He's a fantastic player, still young. I think the only reason that we wouldn't keep him would be if he does not want to stay because he wants to get playing time. Because realistically... If he's coming back to Chelsea and he's spending the season with us, he's going to get some minutes here and there, but he I don't think he's consistently going to play. He's, he's not going to be a starter for me. I would probably... Yeah, uh, like out of those four, if it's Levi Akolo, Badia Schiel, Fofana, and Thiago Silva, I don't even know if he's in the top three for me. But he... Yeah, I don't think he's on my him. top three. Yeah, I think he has to stay at Chelsea. Like he's a great prospect. So maybe when does his contract expire? Because what if we loaned him back to Brighton for one more year? I'm sure they'd be happy to have him. And we keep Kula Valley for one more year and then we try and deal with the next year. Just buy us some time. Um, I think his contract ends in twenty twenty five, so it's got a couple more years. But um yeah, it's it's getting pretty close. I think I think that might be playing with fire slightly for the pure fact that I think Cole probably wants to get a run in the Chelsea team like soon. And I think if we keep loaning him out, then he might just be like, screw this. Like, I want to, you know, I just want to leave. I want to be at a club that's going to want me now. Because he's getting to that age where, you know, he should be, you know, competing at Chelsea. Um, So I think in, I think in hindsight, it's a good idea to to do that. But, you know... I you know I I I think I think selling's the best option. If we can't sell him, we have to keep him around. That's fine, but he might not get a lot of game time, kind of thing. Okay, what if how much we we could get a lot of money for Colwell? I think forty million, even fifty. I think there'd be a big buyer in the Premier League. Am I am I kind of overestimating his worth here? 
Um, I, I definitely think he'd go for a lot. He's still 20 years old. He's a great center back. He's a prodigy. I do not think Chelsea should sell him. I think it would be a very bad idea to sell him. Okay, yeah, it's tough. This is a really tough situation for these two. Because I definitely want to keep Colwell over Koulibaly. But it's, yeah. you can't have all these guys just hanging out. Like, Koulibaly's on way too much money not to get a chance. You have to prioritize Colwell, I think, in every, every, like, every way. Make sure he gets playing time. Yeah, uh, it's tough. It's just kind of it would have been maybe a bit more perfect that if Thiago Silva were to leave, you know, he, he he's a must keep. I think he has to play for more, one more year because if he was leaving the club, and you have another great young prospect who's left footed and ready to take take over. I think it would be just be a perfect situation, but yeah, he's he's coming back a year early, in my mind. This is a really yeah. tough team to break into. Yeah, I think, I think um sorry, go ahead, Archie. Oh yeah, sorry. I was just gonna say, like, I think it's I think the clear thing to do is try and sell Koulibaly at all costs. If you're struggling too much, right. then you just try and keep him. But I, I I you know, I agree with Jamie. I think Cole should should stay around. I think he's just gotta he's gotta have a shot, at least in you know, for one year with the team. Um, and if it doesn't work out, then we can, you know, loan him off for another year or try and sell him. But I think he's got to at least get get a shot in the team because he, he is worthy to to you know have a chance. Um, so I would say, yeah, okay. sell Koulibaly, keep Kowal. Okay, I, I'm good with that. So we'll do everything we can to get Koulibaly out, even yeah. even if we take not only a loss on the transfer, but even if we we're loaning him out. And paying some wages, are we okay with that? Yeah, I I would be happy to loan him for a year, and just so he's out of the club, just so there's not that extra competition. Um, and you know maybe then you know after a year, if Cole doesn't work out, or you know I mean Thiago Silva by then will be you know will probably need to move on, or he's going to retire or something. Um. So by then, you know, we could bring Koulibaly back and he could be that experienced center back to help Fofana, Badia Shield, and Levi Kowal. Um, okay, I like that. Okay, so I guess Thiago Silva, I think we kind of briefly discussed, he's saying we're all okay with that. One, one more year. Um, yeah. But let's move on to Ethan Ampadu, who is probably not going to make any, not going to make his way into the team. He's probably out, right? I think... Um... Every other center back that Chelsea has, that would be Ethan Ampadu and Saar. I think both of them should be sold. There's just not space for them in the team. They're not going to break into the first team. Um, it's time for Chelsea to get rid of players, make some profits, even if they're small profits. I think both should be sold. Okay. And how much do you think we get off these guys? Five, ten million kind of thing? Saar, I think, is definitely worth yeah. a little bit. Yeah, like I would say ten to fifteen for Sar, like maybe like around ten for Ampadu as well. Like you know, there's there's still decent prospects. Um, it's a shame about Ampadu because he seemed like he could have been you know, good player for Chelsea at one point or another. But yeah, it didn't work out. I think it's time to cut our losses and you know, shut off their their wages okay. and guess, just them off the team. Okay, I guess we can move into fullbacks now. So you have mm-hmm. Cucurella. Reese James, Ben Chilwell, 
and Malagusto. Any, any, do we want to sell any of them or look into getting rid of anyone? Yes, we do want to sell somebody. Reece I don't James, care. Right? I, I don't care how long he's been at the club, but Mark Kukurea needs to evacuate the scene immediately. I know we spent 65 million pounds on him or whatever it was, but this man does not deserve to wear a blue shirt ever again. I'm sorry, but he is by far my least favorite player in the team. He, I don't know what's happened since he's come to the club, but he does not, he has no IQ how to play the game. His positional awareness is garbage. He always leaves his left center back exposed. He has no attacking, you know, barely any attacking promise. You know, we used to have Marcus Alonso bombing up the wing. And yeah, he was a liability on defense, but at least he offered something going forward. So, you know, for me, it's sell him. I don't want to see him in a Chelsea jersey anymore. I don't care if we got $2 for him. He needs to leave. Archie, I, I agree. I'm not the biggest fan of Cucurella either. Um, I'm curious if you would um, see us signing another left back to replace him as a backup for Ben Chilwell in that case, or like what 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 do you think would be the scenario there? Because I I'd be okay keeping Cucurella as a as a backup. I think he he does it. He's a very expensive backup for sure, but we we do need some um some depth in that position. Yeah. I don't know. I'd rather keep like Lewis Hall as a left back a replacement instead. Um you know, I don't know. I'm I'm for me personally, he's just I'm just not a I'm not a fan. Um I don't think he would be worth keeping at all. I think yeah, just no. Yeah, dude, that was a scathing review of a Chelsea player. I don't think I've ever seen you like chat with such such passion about a guy. That was like, wow. I kind of feel bad for him now. I, I hope he doesn't hear this episode. That was, <laughs> um, like I I think you're totally like right in the fact that he's not at the required level, at least but in the way he's used. Like he's not a center back, and I, I think it's unfortunate that he was signed as a center back. Weirdly when he should have been just two walls back up. But I, if you get rid of him, I think we get good money for him. I think we'd easily get 30, 40 million. But I just see Man City just being like, okay, well, we'll take him. We'll turn him into top five left back in the world. Like, have fun with that, Chelsea. Like, he'll be getting three assists on you twice a season for the next 10 years. Because, I mean, City really wanted him last year. There's obviously a reason for that. I think there's definitely a player there. Not a player worth $65 million, but I think it might be an expensive mistake either to keep, both to keep him or let him leave. And I think the higher risk is if you let him leave to another top club. Because someone will buy him, and I think he could be a really valuable player if used correctly. Mm, I agree. I think, um, so obviously, we're established he's very expensive um and just looking at that back side we got Ben Choa, Mark Kukurea it, it's tough for me because do we want to keep him 
and just bite the 65 million as a sunk cost and keep them as a backup? Or do we try to, you know, make 38, 40 million off him? And and then because it's, it's hard to say what kind of system we'll, we'll have going forward. Um, as, as I've recalled in the three, four, three, I believe, um, off the left side, I think attacking wise, um, I don't think he's providing as much as that position should off of their offense back then. Um, going forward, I don't know what kind of system he'll be playing in. Um, yeah, this one's this one is a tough one for me. Um, but I, but I do understand like the frustration Archie's coming from. Like, yeah, he's, but, had, he's um, had a miserable me, season. Yeah, and and for me, it's just kind of like, well, do we keep him and see what we can do with him and extract any like potential in maybe like a different system, or do we kind of just take just sell him and take the difference as a sunk cost at this point? Yeah. Um. I, I do agree, like, he's he's a very expensive backup. If we're talking in straight terms of finances and we need to sell players for profits, Cucurella is definitely a very good player to sell. Um, I think if we did sell him, though, we should probably look for some sort of left back to come into the team as a backup. I don't... Uh, I don't rate Lewis Hall too, too much as a left back like he played as a center mid in the academy and I know he was doing really well there and he every time I've seen him play left back he's looked pretty good but he's not looked for me good enough to secure the place as a second string left back for the team yeah I uh, you know uh, I I should probably not speak anymore about the situation, but you know I just yeah he's 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 not a Chelsea player for me. Like I don't like I I get what you're saying, Nick. Like you know going back to what you were saying about you know it's going to be a big mistake if we if we let him go and he becomes a beast somewhere else. But you know if he doesn't work in the Chelsea system, then he doesn't work in the Chelsea system. Like you know it's not like you know, unless Pochettino comes in and completely unlocks him as a player and, you know, makes him this absolute tank, then great. But I don't, I just don't see that happening. I think he's just also hindering Ben Chilwell and the fact that he was taking minutes away from him. You know, he's, Ben Chilwell is going into his prime years soon and he needs to get as much game time as possible and have as much confidence as possible. And I think, you know, Kukurea is just, he's just so, he's so negative, like his play style. He's, you know, he he doesn't like, he doesn't, he doesn't want to progress the ball. He doesn't want to like, you know, carry us forward, quick counterattacks. It's always, you know, it's that Barcelona style, you know, that he grew up with, obviously, you know, the tiki-taka possession at all costs, you know, so he probably would fit amazing with Pep at Man City. But I think, you know, how we're trying to play right now and how Poch will play, it's not going to be, you know, 
I just don't think his skill set will will match the system that we're going to be trying to play. Um, you know, maybe I was a little harsh on him, uh, but I think you know, just like his his performances recently have just been so poor, and like a lot of the goals we've conceded have been his fault. Um, and you know, I think that he needs a lot of you know, he'll need a lot of help and a lot of work to you know improve on a lot of attributes of his game do i see him potentially being able to improve yeah maybe um but i think it's you know again it's dependent on the system he's playing it's dependent on the players he's playing around um i just don't think that those fit the bill together at chelsea right now yeah that's totally fair would you accept him being a backup for one year like chill has to be the starter 100 percent um, but would you accept him being the backup for one year, seeing if Poch can get anything out of him, and if not, selling him next year? Because I think he's only what twenty four. I think next year you could still get a pretty good fee for him, even if you don't sell him this season. Like, it's, I feel like his value can't get much worse than it is now. Like, Tato, he's had a really rough year. If he has another really rough year, I don't think it'll change the, that value too much. And to be honest, I, I don't see his year next year being this bad. It's been an absolute disaster every time he touches the field. Yeah. But are we are we okay with one more year of, of Pucarella, giving him one more shot and then dumping him next year? Or do we want to sell him and make make some good money? Because he would be able to sell for quite a quite a bit. I think I could stand him for one more year. I think Jamie, uh, you know. Dow? Yeah. Um, I'm personally leaning towards sell because I think um desperately need to free up some um budget toward a new striker and other positions. However, you know, um, Ben Chowell and Lewis Hall. If he's um, if Kukure is gone, then maybe we need another backup in that position. So it depends on what options we have for a, a, a cheaper alternative. I'm uh, easy with some... either. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Um, I'm easy with either. Like, I think if we sell him, we'd get good money from him, and that money would be probably more than enough to get a competent um, backup left back for Chilwell. Um, but I also think that he's... A, he's a decent player and he he does the job of being a backup left back well um so i'm I'm okay with either sounds like we're leaning sell because archie i know you'd probably still prefer to sell him because i i'm okay with either i think i'd slightly prefer to keep him but dow seems wants to sell him archie wants to sell him jamie seems pretty different too none of us feel that strongly about keeping him so maybe we sell him i think we get a good 35 40 million i mean maybe he's out let me get someone else yeah yeah i i you know and that's the thing we could bring in somebody you know i know it's another player to buy but you know if we sell him for 40 million we bring in somebody for you know someone cheap someone young and maybe find a new prospect for like you know 10 to 15 million um you know Bring in someone lower on lower wages as well. You know, it could be a could be a good option as well. Yeah, okay. it just All seems right. so like at this out. point the 
Oh, I was just going to say, um, at this point, it just seems the expectations are really low for him. So I don't see why it hurts to like take a shot at someone else, like as a backup as well. So that's a good point. Okay, so he's out, and I'm I, I'm fully assuming we're keeping Reese James, Malagusto, and Chilwell. I think it's, those are all must keeps. We're okay with that, I guess. And we can move on to midfielders now. Um, and I guess we can start with Ruben Loftus Cheek, who was the year last one's contract. But he's been playing a lot this year and last year as well. Is he someone we want to keep around or are we open to just dumping him? I think mm. we should sell Loftus Cheek. Um, like we could probably get a nice 10 mil from him. Another Premier League club would buy him. I could see him being a really good player at a team like Crystal Palace. But I don't think he's ever going to be the top quality of being a Chelsea starter center, center mid. And he, he has played a lot of minutes, but. He's not what we need. He's not the the tier of center mid that we need. Yeah, it's, you know, again, this is another one, which is just a real shame because, you know, when Loftus-Cheek was first breaking into the team, I thought he could have been so, so, so good. Um, and, you know, he's just been kind of that system player, you know, filling in at right right wing back or center mid when required. And, you know, it's it's a shame that he hadn't, hadn't been able to, you know, kind of be a regular starter in the team. Um, but, you know, I I, th- I think I might have to agree. Um, I think it's time to, you know, let him go, um, you know, let, let him play some regular first-team footy. So, yeah, I'll say sell as well. Okay, all right. So I'm, I'm happy to sell as well. Um, and he's not going to renew, right? Like, I, I doubt he sees a bright future with the team as a starter um yeah okay 10 mil he's out um what about dennis zacharia am i saying that properly zacharia do we is there any one who wants to keep him from his loan or is he are we sending him right back to Juventus? um i think zacharia is an interesting one you know he he has he did have some great games where he was playing really well um but, you know, again, he's one of those players who, you know, we do have some relatively decent decent depth in midfield. You know, I guess it, it's also dependent on who we, you know, keep and sell out of the other ones, you know, more of the aging ones like Kante, Kovacic, those guys. Um, uh, I think since he's alone, I think if we would have to buy him outright, this is another player to buy in. I think for the money... You know, he's going to cost, what, 25, 30 million. I think we can maybe bring in someone a bit younger, maybe a bit, you know, a bit better. So I, I, I think I think we just let him let him go back to Juve and, uh, and let him do his thing there. Okay. Um, anyone feel differently about this? Uh, not really. Like, uh, I've always been impressed with him when I've seen him play, but... I'm totally fine with him going back to Juventus. Yeah, I think for right. um, three, I think for three million dollars, he was good signing. Um, but to extend that loan at this point, I don't think is a good move. Okay, um, all right. So back he goes. Um, and so I worth keeping right. Like I, I think it's blasphemy to even mention the thought of selling him. Um. 
So what about N'Golo Conte, who's out of contract this summer? Do we want to renew him or are we going to let him let him walk? Um, I think I think we should renew his contract. I love Conte. Like we really, really missed him this season. Um and it showed, obviously. Um but it's it's hard because Conte's just been struggling with injuries and he's he is getting older and the the style of football that Pochettino's gonna play is gonna be quite demanding from the midfield, I believe. It's gonna be very high pace, high intensity, high running. And Conte's very, very good at that. But at this stage of his career where he's kind of winding down, he's struggling with injuries, it is gonna be much more demanding on him. But I don't think that he's a player that's he, he's too good to let go on a free transfer for me. I think that we, we need to re-sign him for another maybe two-year contract. And I know that we're in negotiations with him currently. And from what I've heard, all of those negotiations are going well. It's looking like he will sign a new contract. Um, it's not confirmed yet, but so far, so good. Okay, yeah, I, I'm okay with keeping him. But the injury issues are such a worry, especially when he's on what, like three hundred fifty thousand pounds a week, four hundred thousand. Like he, he's not worth that anymore. If he's willing to take a substantial pay cut, I say keep him. But I think there will be a club in Europe that will offer him huge wages. Like I think Barcelona would do something like that. Even Real Madrid, possibly, they don't get Jude, which is looking likely. Even like Juventus, Inter. Like I think someone would throw money at him. PSG. I don't think we offer him anything more than 150000 a week. And I think that's kind of pushing it. I think he needs to take a substantial pay cut to stay. Otherwise, I'd be happy letting him walk, even though he, on his day, he still is one of the best midfielders in the world. Yeah. Um, I'm, all, I'm all for keeping him at least one more year. Um, yeah. I, I think he's still, he's still great on his day. Um, top top player. I'm 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 extending him for one year at least and reevaluating next year. Yeah, I would have to agree. I think Conte is very solid. Um, as Jamie's mentioned, um, you guys did lose him for a good bit of the season. And um, to be honest, I think if you guys had him, um, you guys wouldn't probably wouldn't be um at what eleventh right now. But but yeah, great player. Mm -hmm. Okay, I, I guess yeah, we'll keep Conte for one, one more year. Um, what about Mateo Kovacic? So I, it's, it seems like he's going to leave the summer. I think he wants to change the pace. He's in negotiations with Man City. Obviously, he'd be a nice guy to keep. But if he doesn't want to stay, I don't think we have a choice but to let him go. I really, really like Kovacic, and I do not want him to go to City. He's going to fit their system so well. He's going to be such a good player under them. I, I do not want him to go to City. So, mainly for that reason, because I don't want him to go to City. I want to keep him. Um, but even like without that side of the argument, I do really like him as a player, um, and I think we should keep them either way.
but it is true that it's looking like he might not stay and unfortunately that might be the reality of the situation and yeah if he goes he's he's gonna go to city <laughs> but yeah I, I I I'm I'm with Jamie. I really really like Kovacic. You know, last season he was my favorite player, and I thought he was the best player, um, in the in the team. Um, but you know, this year he hasn't been as impressive. If I'm being honest, I think his performances have taken a little bit of a dip, as the whole team has. Um, but yeah, it's uh, it could be a system thing, you know, because we all know he's got the quality to be a you know, world-class player. Um, I think for me, um, you know, you can't, you can't force someone to stay when they're not happy. So I think it's sell, but I think it's sell to anybody but Man City. Because I agree with you. I think if Gundogan leaves, they're going to, first person they're looking for to is Kovacic and he would be an absolute beast in their team. So if I had the choice, I would sell him to another league but you know, sometimes that's not possible. But that's where I'm going to go. Okay, fair. How much do you think we're getting for him? Fifty mil? You say fifteen or five zero? Five zero. You're left on his contract. Yeah. Still in his prime years. How many years does he have in his contract? Sorry. One more. Twenty twenty four. It expires. I th- I think if we were to sell him this year, I think Man City would pay that much for him. I think it's another league, maybe less. But I, I think if we're selling to a huge rival, especially if someone as rich as City, I, I think they'd pay that 50. Yeah, I, I would agree, especially if they need it. If, you know, if Gundogan leaves to Barca, you know, I think, I think they'd be willing to pay that much for him. Um, so yeah, I I think fifty is a fair amount. If to Man City, if it's to yeah, you know, if he was to go to you know back to Italy or back to Spain, I think you know it'd probably be maybe more like the thirty to forty million mark. But yeah, I think the like the likely option is that he goes to Man City for around fifty. Okay, all right. So marketing is fifty million. Um, I guess we can move on to. Carney, someone else say his name for me, please. I, I can't pronounce it. Carney Chukwameka. There we go. <laughs> um, so he's new signing from Aston Villa, cost $20 million. He's only what, 18, I think. Is he a must-keep? Do we want to loan him out for a year, or do you think he's ready to start getting some minutes in the first team? I don't think he's ready for first team minutes for Chelsea. I think he's a he's a good loan option. Um, I think he's a good prospect, not worth selling right now. Just loan him out, let him get some minutes, get some playing time, and see how he does. Yeah, I am in agreement. I think if Brighton sell uh, Caicedo, I think he should go there on loan. Uh, and he would be a class loan there, and he would get some really good minutes under Deserby, and I think that would be great for him to kind of develop. So, yeah, I'll say loan as well. Okay. 
that any thoughts? He's under he's under contract until twenty twenty eight. So I think a loan wouldn't hurt. And yeah, I think I think one of um I think I think Chelsea's midfield is great. And uh, I'm just looking at the list of players here. There's a lot of different things you can do with this midfield. And um I I personally think if you know, make the right moves that could be really successful next season with this midfield. And scary is 03. He's born in 03, 19 years old. Um, so a lot of potential in the midfield. Yeah. Okay, so I guess we'll walk him out and then we can move on to Connor Gallagher. Yeah, Connor Gallagher. Oh, what a player. I think that he is one of the most sellable players that Chelsea has right now, though. Uh, he's a player that um, a lot, a lot of teams are interested in. And I, I'm going to bring in another player into the conversation, Mason Mount. I think that one of Mason Mount and Connor Gallagher should be sold this summer. Um, maybe that's a hot take. Let me know what you guys think. I'm fully agreeing. So as soon as I mentioned Gallagher, I was kind of like, maybe I should have said Mount first because we'll have more opinions about that. Because my opinion is, if Mount stays, you sell Gallagher. But if Mount leaves, you keep you keep him. Um, this one's kind of tough because you're going to get some big money from Mount. Like I'm 50 mil at least. I'd say probably 50 just because he's a your left on his contract. But I also think that would be it's going to be a massive mistake letting Mount go as well. But I don't know. He's, it seems like he wants a lot of money to stay. And maybe he's not worth what he's asking for. I don't know exactly what that is. So if he doesn't want to stay, I think you have to sell him. Um, if you let him go on a free, I think that's criminal. So I'm leaning towards selling Mount over Gallagher. Uh, yeah, that's... I agree with that. Yeah, that's interesting. Um, the one thing, too, I think both of them, both of them will fit Pochettino's system so well. And I think playing as that, that second striker, the guy behind the striker coming in late into the box, um, I think they'd both fit that position really well under Pochettino's system. I'd I do prefer Mount. I think Mount's the better player overall. Um, and I think that... I think Dortmund was interested in, in Gallagher for like 50 million. And that, that's a lot of money. I, I think that... They're not, they're, not, they're not paying 50 million for Gallagher. I'd say you're lucky if you get 35. I know th- this was more. But like just because Chelsea have to sell, I think teams will take advantage. That's why I think Mount will, would only go for 50. Like I think... If it wasn't Chelsea, if it was Liverpool selling or something, we'd be talking eighty to a hundred. But because Chelsea had so like the financial constraints and the year left on the contract, I think it causes a lot more issues and it really hurts its valuation. Yeah, um, I, I I agree with you guys kind of on the basis sell Mount, keep Gallagher. Um, I think if we're talking systems. Um, I think 
the reason why Gallagher kind of pips it a bit for me is because he has that ability to play in a center midfield role, more of a deeper role. Um, you know, I think we have, you know, as we'll get to when we move into the forwards, we have so many players who can play off the striker or who want to play off the striker. So I think, you know, that's why Mount's been a little hindered recently because, you know, he wants to play in that position or, you know, on the left wing. But I just don't, you know, we have so many players around there. I think, you know, his game time would be a bit more limited. He wants to be playing full time, you know, in a good team. Um, and I just don't think we can offer him that. Whereas Gallagher, you know, he's a bit more versatile and kind of play a bunch of different positions and he's still got bags of talent as well. Um, so, yeah, I think we can get, you know, a nice amount for Mason Mount. I think we could get 50, 60 million for him if we sell him to the likes of Liverpool or somewhere like that. Um, and we keep Conor Gallagher around um, and see what he can do moving into the future. Yeah, I, I, I fully agree with you. I just think it's crappy <laughs> that you have to let him go. Like homegrown, already won Champions League. Maybe the best talent of outside of Reece, Reece James, the best talent that comes from that, that golden generation of academy guys. So it's really crappy to sell him, especially for only 50, 60 million. I think he's worth significantly more, but this contract situation really puts Chelsea in a tough spot. I think he just, he has to be the guy to leave just for that reason, which sucks. I mean, he's going to do very well wherever he goes, but I'm not sure we have many options. Yeah, I, I don't think so. It's a shame because, you know, yeah, I love Mason Mount. I, you know, at one point, everyone thought he was going to be the future Chelsea captain and stay forever. Um, but I just think the current state of of the club, yeah, it, it's a shame. It's a real shame. But I, I, I think he needs to he needs to move on for his sake as well. Um, but you know, it'd be nice to to be able to recoup, you know, a, a healthy amount of money for him and hopefully reinvest that into, you know, someone else. Any other thoughts or opinions? Are we okay with selling him over Gallagher? Um, I guess we're going a little more attacking, but I'm going to bring Kai Havertz into the conversation. I think that Kai Havertz should not be our number nine, and I think that he's another player who also plays that same role of the second striker. We also have Nkunku coming in, who I believe also plays that role. Um, do you guys think that Mount is worse than Havertz or is a better player to sell than Havertz in that sort of scenario? Well, I think it's also kind of way, way different roles. Mount can play in the midfield as well. Havertz maybe can go as a, in the number 10 position, but that's it. Gallagher, Gallagher can kind of play everything, and I think he'd be able to suit a number of different formations with Poch. Mount, as well, is pretty versatile. Havertz can't. But I think just because Mount's homegrown, that all the big teams are looking at him to sign as a midfielder. Like Liverpool, he's one of their top targets. Um, I don't know who's coming in for Havertz, to be honest. Like, I I think Milan would be a great option, but we don't, we'd offer you, like, 20. Like, you're not getting more from us. I don't think anyone would give you 50 like for Mount. Like how much would we sell Havertz for? 30 million? Maybe 40 for super lucky? I just don't know who comes in for him. Yeah. I, uh... Havertz is, Havertz is an interesting one. I'm... 
I got to be honest, I'm not his biggest fan. You know, uh, he's young. He does have bags, you know, bags of talent, obviously. But he's so inconsistent. Maybe it is because he's playing in that number nine position and not, you know, where he wants to be behind the striker. But again, you know, we got Nkunku coming in. We've still got, you know, many other players who want to play in that position. You know, Connor Gallagher, if we keep Mason Mount, he wants to play there as well. You know, so many players are in that position. I don't, I don't know. Like, I think, you know, if, 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 if we could get the money, I would almost shed Havertz and Mount. Um, which is tough to say, but, um, yeah, I, I don't know. It's the, that's a, that, this is what frustrates me about, about the club and how we've been buying recently. It's, you know, we should be being linked with strikers and, center mids and goalkeepers but instead we keep being linked with players who are love playing behind the striker <clears throat> i don't know why this keeps happening and this is what's been really frustrating and you know why the owners should be criticized for what they've done so far in their in their strategy um because it's caused us now you know to have to reevaluate and we're gonna have to you know clear a lot of them out and it's gonna suck because you know we're probably gonna have to take a lot of significant losses on players like Mason Mount and Kai Havertz. Um, so yeah, that's what's disappointing for me. That's interesting yeah. too well, because... When it comes... Oh, sorry, go ahead, Dav. Oh, oh, I was just going to say like that's interesting because of their signing strategy. Like, How much do you think that's linked to um, you know, no, at, like at the moment firing Graham Potter and then appointing Lampard? Like, it doesn't seem to me like their signing strategy was um, coordinated with the head coach, like the manager. You know, um, when when Tuchel left, um, they signed all these players for him that sacked him. Right. So, the thing is, to me, like, um, the thing that frustrates me really is that um, it doesn't seem like there's a specific coach that um is being trusted like Tuchel was trusted you know and I think like all this process would be very easy if you had a manager that you just trusted and believed in their system and it was coordinated with him like which players would he see fit in that system but essentially in this position we are in I think we're just trying to guess what Posh would like. Yeah, like it's weird that he, that Foley bought players for Tuchel and that, that was very a win now kind of thing. Abemiang, Kulabali, mm-hmm. those are older, like we need to win the Champions League this season kind of thing. And then he's given seven games and then he's sacked. And then you bring in Grand Potter and it's like, okay, we're going in a total different direction. We're building for the future. We're going to sign all these young talents for a lot of money. And then he sacked a month after, like a month, two months after. And it's like, you need to have a solid vision for the team. You can't just go based off what your coaches want, especially if you, like, like what you said, you don't trust them. So I think Potch, I think he's a good middleman between a win now and a throw for the future. Like at Tottenham, he was able to kind of cultivate young talent while winning. At least until until the end when that kind of fell off. That was a very aging team. It's I don't think 
there is much of a strategy by the owner. I think he's just kind of bringing in a coach and being like, okay, what do you want to do? And, and going with that where maybe, but maybe it's kind of, he needs to be more hands off and let the sporting directors do their thing. They signed a bunch of guys from Brighton for a reason. Let them do their jobs. Don't step in and be making these calls. So I, I hope he backs off a little bit and lets the coach, let the sporting director, they should be the ones communicating with each other to bring in the right players that are good for the club, whether Potch is the man or not. Um, if Potch were to get sacked halfway through the next year, you don't want to have guys that the next coach is like, I can't use these players. Like Grand Potter came in and was like, what do I do with Albemian? He doesn't fit what I want in the slightest. But you're stuck with him, paying, paying him massive wages. And like, yeah, now you have 40 players, I think you said, Jamie, after after the loans come back this season. Like, what do you do with 40 players? Even 30, I don't think there's enough space in the locker room and they're having to change out in the club hallways and stuff. Like, that's that's ridiculous for one of the wealthiest teams in the world. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah, I, I completely agree with everything you both said, Nick and Dow. I think they need to shift that focus away from the owner being in control, which is absolutely ridiculous um, to, you know, they just built a team of like six sporting directors and technical directors in the team, bringing in world-class, you know, people in those positions from, you know, all over the world, you know, Brighton, we brought in, um, you know, a couple of their guys when Graham Potter came, uh, Joe Shields, I believe his name is, he's a, the Southampton scouting uh, director. Southampton has obviously in the past, you know, had some incredible, you know, youth that they've brought in. Um, and, you know, and then we brought in uh, Christa, is it Christophe Vivelle, um from, uh, from the Red Bull franchise. Um, you know, another incredible technical director. You know, we're bringing in all these people who have the experience and the class to be able to, you know, to succeed, yet we're not utilizing them in the right way. So I hope that we can shift that focus towards them because, you know, maybe Pochettino isn't the long-term solution, <clears throat> but at least we can, you know, start building with Pochettino in the hopes that, you know, with the technical directors who will stay around for a long time, they can start, you know, thinking about this longer term lens that we're obviously looking at and, you know, start building around that. Um, so, yeah, I, I hope that, I hope that that would work. Um, and I hope that we can move towards that because yeah, the, the, the current system is clearly not working. Yeah. And I think, um, you know, obviously, um, you know, Todd Bowley came in with his um, promise to Abramovich that he would put, was it a billion euros into the club? And, um, yeah, with that kind of financial backing, I think, um, I don't, I don't, I don't think this is, um, you know, one of the worst situations. Um, I, I think there are like, tweaks that need to happen adjustments because I, I think Chelsea is a club with a lot of history and you know good fans and all of these assets and I think um, once you employ them in the right way I think 
um, the wheels will start turning. But I think just with new management and, um, you know, working with the different um, uh, directors, etc. I think it is very vital. Yeah, definitely. I think uh, I think we all understand the the clear direction that needs to happen, at least with the higher ups. Um, you know, moving forward. Um, but why don't we get back into you know us being the manager? It's good. No, it was important that we talked about you know the current state of the background of the club for sure. Um, but let's move right back into it. So we've talked Gallagher. We talked Mason Mount. Hi, Havertz. Let's make our decision on him next. I know we're kind of skipping ahead to the forwards now, but um, what are what are we thinking about Kai? Uh, I I say keep at least for another year and just trying to figure out what to do with him because he might be the perfect like Deli Ali replacement, um, or like a Deli Ali version that Poch could use. He made Deli Ali look like a superstar. I could see that happening with Havertz as well. I say I think you have to keep him for one more year. I just don't know if the market's there for him, unless you're making or getting a tremendous loss. Yeah, I I do agree with you. Kai Havertz is still a good player, but I kind of feel like Mason Mount's better in that role still, in like what you're saying with the Deli Ali role. Like, my ideal player for that would be Mason Mount in the Chelsea roster over Kai Havertz. That is saying that Kai Havertz would not be the striker in front of Mason Mount. But considering we're lacking number nines and Kai Havertz has been playing there all season, um, I do think he's still worth keeping and Pochettino can kind of Hoggle him between positions and find the right fit for him. Yeah, it's just Mount's the one refusing to sign a contract. That's why I think it's better to sell Mount. Like I, I would rather keep Mount myself if if he wanted to stay. But if he doesn't, then he can't risk selling Havertz and letting Mount leave on a free next year. Like that, we're getting into really sketchy territory with him. If this if he doesn't sign a contract by like June first, I I think you dump him. That's fair. Okay, so we got we've got Mount in the sell list for now. Then I currently have him there, um, and okay. I also but I do have Gallagher Gallagher as keep as well as Havertz for now. Okay, okay with that. Let's go with that. Okay. Yeah, no, it it makes sense with the situation. Um, yeah. I'd love him to stay, but it's just I know. it just sucks. Like territory. This whole thing, it really sucks that he might be the guy who leaves. Just we all know the his talent. We know he's gonna go be a star somewhere else, but it's just a really tough situation. Anyway, I guess we move on to more forwards. Um well maybe I'll start with the guy who kind of is a midfielder as well. He played a bit of wing back in Callum Hudson Adoy. He's on loan at Leverkusen right now, and he was doing really well. Since Xabi Alonso has taken over, he's barely played. Do we see him doing anything at Chelsea, or is he an easy sell? I think his contract expires next year as well. 
I think Hudson Odoi is an easy sell. Um, oh, it feels like he's been with Chelsea forever now. He's always out on loan. Like, oh, do we bring him back? We'll bring him back. Like, oh, he doesn't play very well. We'll send him out on loan again. I think um, Chelsea does not necessarily need him. I don't think he's getting into the starting lineup at all. I think that it's better for him as well if he's just no longer a loan player from Chelsea and he can like sign a longer contract with the club and stay with that club and get a more of a fresh start. Richie, any thoughts? Yeah, <clears throat> it's a shame with, you know, again, with kind of similar situation to Loftus-Cheek, you know, looked like he would be such a promising, you know, Chelsea prospect and looked like he could be one of the, you know, one of our, you know, future homegrown, you know, players, you know, one of our top, top players, but, you know, hasn't worked out that way. I think it's time to cut our losses and, yeah, fortunately unload him. So, yeah, as you saw. Dal, any, anything to say? Yeah, I think, I think it might be time to let him go. I think um, you guys have um, a lot of good wingers on this list and yeah I'd have to agree okay yeah I, I would probably would have kept them if Madueke didn't sign but mm-hmm. he has like two really good right, right wingers and him and Sterling so and Nkunku is very good off right wingers as well so I, I see those two how much money do you think you'd make 15 million maybe pushing 20 uh-huh. I think yeah. it'll be a good market for him in the Premier League. I think Italy, there'll be buyers. France, maybe. Like I think there'll be a lot of teams interested. Germany. Yeah, I, I say, I say, fifteen million tops. Like okay. he hasn't, I, like he hasn't even been playing for Bayer Leverkusen. Like he, like uh, like Xabi Alonso has barely been playing him at all. Because I've been, I've been curious to see like how he's been doing in the Bundesliga and like. Every week, like I, I check out their, their starting eleven. Like he hasn't played. Okay, so in the last one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, in their last nine games, he's played eight minutes. Okay, yeah. So he's not going to be too valuable. That's that's fair. No, which is which is a shame. But I don't think we're going to get more than like 12, 12 to fifteen million for him. All right, I'll put I'll put twelve down. Um, I guess we can go on to like the January boys. So like Madweke, Mudrik, um, Detro Fofana. Is there anyone we want to sell out of those guys? Or are we are we happy keeping all of them? I think that we should um hold on to all of them. I think Madweke's a great player to keep. I think Mudrik's an obvious keep. Um David Detro Fofana, I think that it was a very bad decision to not loan him out in January when we got him. Um, he just hasn't been involved at all. I think it would be a good option to loan him this summer, um, but not sell him. I fully yeah, agree. I, I'm, I'm totally with you on that. Yeah, me too. I think I think before we lo- uh, before we loan Dacho Fafana out, I think we should. For the rest of the season, like Chelsea has nothing to play for for the rest of the season now, 
I think the the other thing that I was going to bring up at some point or another is for the rest of the season, like, you know, shut down any players who are going to be injury prone. I know Reese James is out for the rest of the season. You know, anybody like that who might potentially be injured, shut them down for the season and play the young guys. Just, I, I don't care if we lose every game for the rest of the season. We're not going to get relegated now, thank God. But, you know, play Mudrik, play Madueke every single game. Play Dacho Fafana. Like, you know, play the young guys. We need to get them in the team, get them developing. You know, and then if we need to loan Dacho Fafana out next season, I think that's totally fine. Um, Madueke and Mudrik, as Jamie said, obvious keeps. You know, Madueke recently has been kind of the the diamond in the rough at Chelsea. He's looked really, really good in the last couple of games. Um, so... Um, yeah, definitely keep them, but play them. Just just don't stop playing them. Play them every game, start them, get them as close to 90 minutes as they can play. We need to get them game time so next season they can come out and they can have more experience moving forward. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I really like that. Yeah, get the young guys going. They get some academy mm-hmm. kids playing too. Um, yeah. Now on to kind of the, the guys who came under Tuchel. Before Tuchel, actually, I guess they were in Lampard's first stint. Um, Start with Christian Pulisic. Is there anyone that wants to keep him? I, I feel like he's too injury prone. And the talent's there, but I think he needs a fresh start. He needs to be sold. Any, Short and sweet. Any elaboration? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I agree. I think with Madueke coming in. And, um, yeah. I, I wouldn't be, like, too upset to let Pulisic go. I mean, I, I think, uh, just for me personally, all of these decisions on the forwards would be really easy had Joao Felix came with an option to buy. Yeah, well, yeah. we'll get to him in just yeah. a second, but I do want to find out how much we selling Pulisic for. 15? Like, I, I feel like that's kind of under what he might be worth. Do you yeah, think that, someone's willing to pay 20, 25? I, I think so. I, I think 15 is a bit of a slap in the face for him because he is still young. Yeah, he is the captain so of too. America. He's captain America. Um, you know, like, <laughs> I, I think we could get, I think we could get like 20, maybe 25 for him. You know, I, I think to another Premier League club, you know, more of a mid-table team, I, I think maybe even like, you know, if Leeds stay in the Prem, they've kind of got a big American contingency going on. Uh, That's true. Something like that. But yeah, you know, I, I think we could get 2025 for him. Okay. Yeah, I think that's fair. Um, and before we get to Felix, what, Ziyech, easy sell, right? Just take 25 million or 20 maybe. He's out. Like no one wants to keep him, right? Yeah, it's got to be sold as well for sure. Yep. I'm putting down 20. Um, I think maybe it'll be a little under that or maybe a little over, but I think 20 ballpark region is, is where we'll go. Okay, now we can move on to Joe Felix because obviously incredible player. Maybe has been Chelsea's best player since arriving. Super young, incredibly talented, lots of fun to watch. But he came on loan, an expensive loan, without a release, without a buyout clause, which is kind of crazy that that move was made. And now Atletico are in such a good negotiation negotiating position because he played so well. I think we're talking 120 million at least 
maybe even 103, 140 um, or million euros. I, I don't think we have that money to spend on him. I think if there's an option for 100, 110, 20, I think I'd probably do it. But I'm not going to the negotiation table with uh, with Atletico. It's going to be a tough, tough <laughs> situation trying to get him in and a very expensive one. Does anyone want to keep him for big money? No, I I think this is simple for me. I think we don't we don't even try for him. You know, yes, he's been good, but you look at his stats. I mean, you know, he he was brought in to score goals, right? Like he was brought in to create and to score goals, and he's got three goals, zero assists in thirteen matches. You know, not that Chelsea's been able to score any goals, but you know. That was the reason why we brought him in, right? And, you know, he has been good. He's been very creative, very dynamic, which I like about him. But, you know, he's just not – he's not, for me, proven that he, we should go all out for him for 120, 100 million. Like, it just doesn't seem – doesn't seem smart. And, again, getting back to that point where we don't need another player who can play behind the striker. Like, you know, in Kunku's coming in, he's kind of that natural replacement, I think, for Felix, who we already have coming in. So what would be the point of buying him? I just don't, it doesn't seem like a logistical thing to do. So yeah, for me, it's, it's end loan and hopefully he enjoys his time back in Madrid. I couldn't agree more. Um, Like every week when you watch him play, he looks like the most talented player out there on the field, but he just doesn't produce anything for us. And that's really what we need. And as you said, he's not even the position that we're looking for. He's not an out-and-out striker. He plays behind the striker. And we've we've already got so, so many players who play in that role and are good players. And the amount that Atletico are going to ask for him is going to be absurd. It's, it's not going to be worth it financially. Um, I think we steer clear of Jao Felix. Yeah, I agree. As, as a general football fan, I would love to see it happen. However, um, in the uh, in the situation for Chelsea, it just doesn't make sense at this point to have to go back and renegotiate. Yeah. Okay. So we we're letting him go. I think. Like, yeah. what choice do we have? We need to spend that money. On other players, like it, it sucks. I think he's a great player. It'd be nice to keep him around, but not worth the cost, in my in my opinion. I guess all of our opinions. Um, I guess we move on to Amari Hutchinson, who signed from Arsenal last summer as well. Supposed to be a huge talent. Do we see him getting into the first team anytime soon? I feel like Mudrik and Madueke coming in January kind of killed his chances in the next year or so. I think he's another loan. Um. Yeah, I I don't see him getting proper playing time. I don't think he's a player that's worth keeping if he's not playing. He's got to be allowed to develop and get minutes. So um, I'd send him out on another loan. Okay. Um. Anyone have a different opinion? No. No. Okay. Uh, I I think loans loans the right move. Okay. Um. Sterling, I, I would like to keep Sterling. It's only been a year. We know he's a great player. I think 
Hodge would love to have him around for a year. I also don't think there'll be much of a buyer if we if we were to try and sell him. Um, anyone want to sell him? No, I, I think he's a player we should keep. Like he's only been around for a year, and we paid fifty million pounds for him. There's no way that we're selling him for anywhere near that number. If we try to sell him this summer, I say we hold on to him. He's he's. Oh, he's had such a bad season, but he's a very good player. I think that Pochettino could could really turn him around. I think so too. Okay. Um Broja, Armando Broja, who has been out for the year with a torn torn ACL, I think it was. Do you, do we think he could be the next Chelsea number nine? Yes, I do actually. I don't think Maybe, you know, I think we still might need some, you know, assistance for him. You know, like I still think we need to go buy a striker this summer. But I really like Armando Brogia. I really, really do. I think he's a great player. Um, you know, he's 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 tall. He's 21 years old. Like, he's so young still. Yeah, I know he's going to come back from a late uh, bad knee injury. Should be ready to go for the start of next season, I believe. Um but, you know, I really, really like him, and I like his play style. I think he could be, you know, a really good player, and I think we should definitely keep him. Um, and, you know, I'm not saying he should be, you know, starting striker, and we should think he should try and, you know, be scoring 20, 30 goals next season. But I think we we, we should we should definitely keep him um, and, you know, see what he can do next year, hopefully stay fit. And, yeah maybe we can morph him into a, you know, a top class striker. I couldn't agree more, Archie. Uh, I do really like Broja. Um, it's a shame that he had the ACL injury, but um, I think he's still definitely worth keeping. He's what the club needs. He's a true striker. Um, and like you said, I hope he's not starting every game every week, but he's a player who um, I think will be able to get minutes still. Um, at Chelsea, and he's not worth letting go on a loan or something. We should definitely hold on to him. Yeah. You know, I think he's also one of the most sellable assets, though. I, I think it's best to keep him, but if we're keeping him as well as the other elephant in the room, which we'll, I think we'll address after we get past Roja, there might not be much of a place for him. I think you could definitely get $35 million. He's still like well liked across Europe. And sorry, Dow, I completely cut you off. Do you want to go ahead? Oh no, I was just gonna say. Um, I think it all depends on, um, who you sign as a number nine. Um, I think he would be an exceptional, exceptional backup if you guys sign a big name number nine, and um. You know, get rid of Obama Yang, Broja, and whatever. I think that would be a good look up front. However, um, if you do sell him for um the money, because I think he's worth a decent amount of money, I could totally understand that as well. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I'm I'm in agreement. So let's keep him. And I'm I think we're just selling Obama Yang, right? Take 10 mil, get him out, and then we can Move on to uh, 
the I think the toughest situation at this club right now. What the hell do we do with Romelu Lukaku? He's coming back from Inter after a pretty mid-season. He's been really good the last month or so, but he's on massive wages. He's old. You're not going to be able to sell him, at least for a lot. Do we loan him out again? I don't think Inter wants him. Like, do we give him another chance? I feel like this is a really difficult situation. Archie, do you have, like, what do we do? Yeah, you're, you're right. This, this is a tough situation that we've been put in. I think for the sheer basis that, you know, it's kind of the same with Koulibaly. If we're trying to sell him, I don't think anyone's going to want to take him. Um, so, you know, it's like, I, I don't even know where he would end up going. Like, no one can really afford his wages. No one would really want him. Like, I don't know if he would go to like somewhere like Madrid as like a backup or something like that. I don't, I don't think he would. So, you know, this is a tough one. I, 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 I want to give him another shot. I do. I think under Pochettino, maybe, you know, kind of bringing some new life, maybe hopefully a healthier relationship. You know, it's, you know, who knows what his relationship with uh, Lukaku's relationship with Todd Bowley's been, um, which I think is all, you know, important to take into account. Um, you know, I would, I would like to see Lukaku back at the club for a little bit of time. Um, you know, again, it is really, really dependent on if we sign a forward. I think if we are, if we're, if our backs are against the wall and we're limited and we don't think that we have the money to, you know, the funds to purchase a top class forward that we want, then I think keeping Lukaku for now is the smart thing. And then maybe we could buy someone in winter transfer window, depending on how Lukaku's season goes. Um, but yeah. I would say like a very, like a very cautious keep for now. Okay, that's yeah, I'm okay with that as well. The thing is, I don't think he deserves a second chance. Um, but I don't think there's much of a choice at Chelsea. Like you're not getting rid of him. Maybe Inter on loan again if you can somehow. No, I, I don't see it happening just because of the wages. Maybe Juventus, if you go and talk, ask them about Vlahovic, maybe do a little swap. Um, Lukaku plus money for Vlahovic, maybe. But even then, I don't think they'd want him either. So I, I think he's just kind of stuck at Chelsea. And maybe he could turn it around. I think Poch does really well with big strikers. Amazing things with Harry Kane. Maybe he can turn Lukaku around. Yeah, don't, don't get me wrong. Like, I don't. I don't want to see him at Chelsea next year. Like if, if we had the choice, like I would sell him and I would definitely bring in somebody new, you know, like a Harry Kane if possible. But I just think in the current situation, I don't know if that's possible. So yeah. Yeah. I agree with you boys. Like, uh, I'm not a fan of Lukaku. There's so many internal problems, Um, but it's, it's looking like um he's, we're stuck with him. Like nobody wants him. There's not really, there's nowhere for him to go. And yeah, with the new manager and new system, hopefully Pochettino is going to give him a clean slate and try to try to work with him from there. He's obviously a good player when he, when he tries to be a good player and isn't an idiot. Um, but yeah, I, I think he's uh as you said, Archie, a cautious keep. 
not a keep by choice, but just because we're kind of stuck with him. Dow, anything? No, I agree. I think um, next year, um, under Posh's system, depends on who you guys get as a number nine. Would love to see whoever you whatever striker you guys sign, you know, just blossom and kick off great off the bat. But I think if it doesn't work out, um, uh, it would not hurt to give him a second shot um, at this point. I yeah, think that's I, the best yeah. option out of this. Um, yeah, ideally, um, Inter Milan finds like, 200 million in their back room and pays off their debt and says, oh, we want we want Lukaku back. That would be nice. It would be very nice. I think, yeah, we're back into a wall. I guess I guess we keep them. Um, and I think that's the whole squad. I added up how much we think we'd sell these guys and it was like 240 million um, besides Koulibaly. So let's, let's call it 250 million. And let's say Bolia can add another fifty million in, so we have money to spend. We can we can really make some big big moves. So I've written down we really need a goalkeeper, midfielder, center mid, and a striker. I guess we'll need a left back too if we're selling Cucurella. Um and maybe we'll need a second midfielder as well. Um, do you want to talk goalkeepers? Who do we want to replace Kepa? Yeah, goalkeeper. There's a, there's a couple good options out there. I think. I think we should look outside of the Premier League. Um, you know, I think if we stay within the Premier League, I think the options are, you know, Robert Sanchez at Brighton, uh, Nick, as you said, David David Raya at Brentford, um. I don't really know who else you would look at, really, but I think those two are going to be too just uh, too much for ha- for for what we'd want to spend on a goalie. Um, I know we've been heavily linked with Onana recently, um, so he could be you know an interesting one, and also might be a good thing to kind of build that relationship with Inter a little bit. Maybe to help the Lukaku situation. Maybe they would take him back if we uh. We got Onana, who I think is a you know he's he's a good goalie. He's a he's a pretty good goalie. Um, but you know I think that'll also depend on then maybe who we keep that out of Mendy and Kepa as well. You know if we bring in Onana, who's kind of already a you know more experienced goalie, then we could potentially keep Kepa. You know, kind of have them battling it out together. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's a it's a tough one. I haven't really put much thought into these goalies. Yeah, uh, I think because David Raya has a year left on his contract, he's probably the best option. I think you can get him for $25 million. Um, Then you have a primarily proven, good with his feet, good shot stopper. He's have a good, and he's only 25 as well. I think it's probably the best business we could make. But I do like Onana. For one, yes, he, uh, I really like the relationship Tinter idea of it. I also think you could get him for pretty cheap if you offer Kappa in exchange as well. You said thirty million plus Kappa, you give them a replacement. Um, I think they could go for that. 
and that's still 50 million in value to them. Maybe you have to give them 35, 40. I think Onana, again, Champions League proven, been great for Inter, was amazing at Ajax previously, only in 25 as well, great with his feet. I think he's probably the best player out of these guys. I also like Diego Costa from Porto, but I think he'll be 80 million ish. I think they value him really highly. I, I don't know if he's worth that kind of money. And Robert Sanchez as well, I think will be a little too expensive. So my vote is probably Onana, even though he is quite a bit pricier than Raya. Yeah, I'm. I'm in agreement with that. Uh, I think Anana would be would be a good shout. He's, yeah, good good goalie for sure. I like Onana. Yeah. Okay. All right. As well. Okay, so I'm just taking on fifty mil off our. Yeah, I'll take fifty mil off our budget. I'm just either including Kappa or I think fifty million would probably get the deal done. Maybe sixty. Um. I guess we can move on to midfield then. So uh, this one's kind of tough because not being in the Champions League next year might stop you from getting a top, top guy like Declan Rice if it's Chelsea or Arsenal. Sorry, Archie. I, I think he chooses Arsenal right now. They're just in a better state for a young team. There's a position open for him um, beside either party or Shaka. I think it just makes a lot of sense for him to go to Arsenal. But I think like Moises Saicedo, someone who's on the Champions now, even even Frank Cassie maybe at Barcelona. Um, he hasn't played a lot. They might try to offload him. You probably get him for 20, 25 million, and he's a phenomenal player. Him and Enzo, I think, would be fantastic together. He'd be the guy to kind of stay back and be more of a CDM compared to Enzo or, and let Enzo do his thing. Um, I also wrote down Benacer, but I, I don't think he had Benacer this summer, maybe next year, but I think he'd be a phenomenal signing. I like the idea of um of Cassie, especially because that would let Enzo play as a slightly more attacking player. Um, I don't really like Enzo as the deepest center mid on our team. I think he's he's too good driving the ball forward, making plays offensively to um, just be that guy sitting back where if if there's another center mid who's who's really good at just sitting back and holding down the defense and letting Enzo kind of pivot forward, I think that would work really well with um with the new system. Mm. Yeah. I think um Caicedo is a great player defensively. And I think um uh, before we all agreed that we would keep Conte. Um, but longevity-wise, I think Caicedo or Benacer and Kessie, these three are great options to, you know, drop deep in the midfield and kind of just be the rock. Yeah. And I yeah. also me get two of these guys. Like, I'm not sure if Caicedo, he, he will cost a lot, maybe 80 million, maybe even 100. Um if you get Cassie, it's it's like 20, 25 million. I don't, I don't think it costs any more than that. I think Barcelona want to offload some players. You get Cassie, maybe you can have Cassie and keep Carney, Chakwameka. Is that kind of okay? Um, keep him as like a backup and start to ease him in, or even go sign another center, like a cheaper center mid. I, I think you can kind of rebuild this midfield a little bit, like going with Cassie. 
And he's also like 25, 26. So you could use him for a while. But you could also um, cut ties with him pretty easily and get your money back whenever you felt like it if you were able to get someone else later on. So my vote, I think, is just get Frank Castian. Yeah. I think Kessie would be a good show. I really want Declan Rice. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, he's not trading one relegation contender for another. I'm sorry. Ah. <laughs> Funny. You know, I yeah. I yeah. It's it's a shame. I, I think he would be so good. Him and Enzo in midfield would just be filthy combo. Yeah. Uh, I think but, before yeah. this season he was he was locked in to go to Chelsea before this season. Like if, if you were like even in fifth or sixth, I think you'd still go to Chelsea, but I think he looks at this team, sees how big a disaster it is. And I, I think that kind of worries him off. Especially yeah, so you know, actually change it up. Yeah, maybe maybe it is just, you know, worth it just to get someone a little cheaper then. Um and then maybe once we kinda, you know, all fingers crossed, we you know, regain our you know, strength next year and look, you know, become more of a contender again. And maybe we can start, you know, looking at buying some bigger players. Then maybe it, maybe right now it is worth just holding on to our money because, you know, clubs are going to recognize how desperate we are and they're going to overcharge Chelsea more than any other club in the world, probably. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I almost think it's, you know, make some smart, cheaper signings like Frank Kessie, maybe. You know, getting some good quality players for next year, and then once we kind of are back in the mix with things again, we can start having some more pulling power. You know, then we can look for the likes of Declan Rice and such. Yeah, I love that. It's also like he just overhauled the whole squad in last year, so you don't need to make major changes. We have to make a few smart signings to kind of stabilize the ship, set like make sure we're getting a little better next year and fighting for top six, top four next year. And then we can start to talk about, okay, how can we get to the next level or back to the uh, prem contending level? So I'll just go ahead and put Cassie down, 25 million. We're good with that. Let's do it. Okay. Um, and this is, okay, now onto the, oh, before we get to striker, should we look at left back? Is there anyone? Because I feel like the left back market, it's kind of, in a tough spot. Like, obviously, you're not getting the high, very high-level left-back. Like, Till Hernandez wouldn't join. Alfonso Davies, I think, would be great, but I don't think he'd go lead fire either. I love um, Ben Sebiani, I think is, is how you say his name, from Gladback. I think he just signed on a free for Dortmund, but he would have been perfect to back up Chilwell. Is there anyone else we can really think of? Or are we... Like, if we don't have another left back to sign. Do we keep Cucurella for another year? Or is there any academy guy? Like Archie mentioned, Lewis Hall. Yeah, he's he's also not a like he's he's a center mid at heart. So yeah, don't I don't know. Left backs. Oh, actually, you know, I just thought of somebody. Chelsea have a loney at Burnley named Ian Matson. Uh, he's a Dutch left back, and this dude's been actually a beast for Burnley this year. Um, wow, I can't believe I forgot about him. But yeah, he uh, he's he's on loan at Burnley right now from Chelsea, and he would actually be the perfect player to bring back in and be that and be that backup for Chilwell. So we don't even need to buy anybody. 
Okay, awesome. We get to save our money. So we just, we have like 250 mil to spend. We've spent 75 mil and we're almost done. So that means we have like 150 million to spend on a striker. Um, so I guess this is the, the fun part. Um, I, I think we'd all agree the number one option is, is Aussie Man. But I, I don't think there's a chance in hell he goes to Chelsea this summer. Um, I think I think it's likely he stays at Napoli even. Um, the president said that he is not selling him um, unless it's for outrageous money. I think we'd be staying at $150 million. And I think Manchester United and PSG would both be more would be better spots for him right now. Maybe next year, if he stays in Napoli one more year, I think we go balls to the wall for Aussie Man. I just don't see him agreeing to come to Chelsea this summer. Um, who else? Or any other thoughts? Like, what do you guys think about Aussie Man? Yeah, I uh, I would agree. I don't think we're getting Aussie Man, unfortunately. Um, I would I would go for Harry Kane next, um, if if possible. Again. Do we have the pulling power right now to bring a player like that to the club? I don't know. Like maybe Harry Kane. Like I don't know. Maybe. Other than like literally, I think other than Austin Man and Harry Kane, I would rather maybe you know buy someone young, buy someone not that expensive, and you know kind of build up again and then look for the big money signing maybe next year or in winter. Like maybe like Ivan, Ivan Tony would could potentially be kind of a good, a good, good player to bring in, you know, probably cost between like what, like around 50 million, 35, 50. Yeah. Million. I mean, also that's I, very, I think 50. Yeah. It's very dependent on his whole, you know, gambling situation as well, though. Um, but yeah, this this is a tough one. This is a tough one. Like I would say, like if we could bring in Harry Kane, I would go. I would say go get Harry Kane. Um, I think so too. And I knew Potch. Like Potch loves Harry Kane. Kane loves him. I think he'd really consider going to Chelsea. It's just yeah, not being in the Champions League is kind of difficult because I I think in the Champions League he would one hundred percent go. But it's kind of tough without that. I I also like Tony as well. I also think with the gambling thing. It's a perfect time to try out Lukaku. If he's a, if Tony's out for let's say three six months, Lukaku gets six or gets three to six months to prove himself. So I, I think that would be an interesting option. Um, there's also another guy I'm thinking of. I know Jamie loves this guy as well, so I'll give the reins to you. I think you know who I'm talking about. Um, I think you're talking about Tammy Abraham. Tammy Abraham's my boy. I love Tammy Abraham. Um, yeah, he would be a very, very interesting signing. I wonder how he'd do back in the Prem. Um, that would be exciting to see. I do, yeah, like, I do think, obviously, like, Harry Kane should be the number one player to go after, um, especially with that connection with Pochettino, I think it's a it's a real real possibility. And I know not being in the Champions League is is not something he wants. But hey, he's um he's used to not winning trophies anyway. So one year no Champions League, whatever you know. It's not like he'll be um, there next year, right? <laughs> but yeah, so 
hopefully, hopefully we could get our hands on Kane. But I would be very, very happy to see Tammy Abraham come back to Chelsea. You know what? I I think Kane might be contingent on, and Dow, this kind of brings you into the mix here, is whether Man United makes the Champions League or not. So I think the other club that he's likely to go to is probably Man United. It, 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 I think Man United are going to go for a big, big striker signing, right? Like they're going to want Austin Hen or Harry Kane. I think Harry Kane might be the more likely one. But I think if they don't make the Champions League, then all of a sudden this puts Chelsea more in the running because they're like, well, we're not, you know, we're pretty much offering you the same thing as Man United, except yeah. you're, you know, I guess they got Europa League. So then I think it's yeah. a wages equation. Yeah. So I don't know. I'm not going to yeah. lie. After today, it's looking a little shaky for us. <laughs> Yeah, we're yeah. we're recording this just after uh, West Ham beat Man United one 0 So that's yeah, it's looking a little spice spicy at the, at the Champions League race now. It is. Um, it is. Honestly, for me though, either way, I would love to see Kane get out of Tottenham. I think I've said that on here before. Love to see it. Yeah, me too. Yeah. So. It looks like we're kind of leaning towards like, you know, Kane, if Harry Kane, if possible, like all out for Harry Kane. How much is Harry Kane going to cost? I think 120 is what they're asking for. I'm sure we can get a deal done around 100. I, I think, I think around worth 100. it, if you ask me. Oh, definitely. I'm totally, I okay, think with, I'm totally okay with spending that. Yeah. So why don't we say 100 mil for Harry Kane, if if possible, and then kind of the backup could be someone like uh, like an Ivan Tony. I like Tammy for me. Like you know, I think Tammy's a great player, but you know, our buyback clause from is 80 million. Is that worth it? I don't think so. I don't think so either. But you bring him in, give him a chance. He can even back. Up, he can start as a backup to Lukaku for a few weeks, maybe ease him in. And he scored what was it, eighteen goals in his first full prem season? I think twelve in second, something like that, as a backup. Like we, I don't want to say he's proven in the Premier League, but I think he's a really good player. I don't think eighty million is too overpriced. Like obviously, came for a hundred. I'd much rather spend that on him. Um, but Tammy, I think if he flops, you can still sell him for fifty, sixty afterwards. I don't know. I, yeah. I think twenty fifty million is probably a safer option. Um, there's also uh, Randall Colo Muani from Frankfurt. Um, I think he could leave this summer. I think they're asking for about a hundred as well. But he's torn up the Bundesliga. He's already playing and starting a lot for France. Um, I think Bayern are leading the race, but I, I think Chelsea could totally insert themselves into this race if they wanted him as well. But I'm not sure I'd rather get him get him than Tony for half the price. But I do like yeah. Kulamwani a lot. Yeah, Kulamwani's great player. He's 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 been really good for for Frankfurt. But you know, also someone we haven't talked about yet is uh oh I don't know how to say his name Rasmus Hoyland, a Danish guy from Atlanta. He's 20 years old. He's looking like a hot. Hot prospect this summer. 
Um, again, probably going to cost around like 60 ish million. So pricey. Um, I don't think he costs that much. I think he'd be like 30, maybe 40 at tops. He's only scored 70 goals think? this year. Like, it's not like he's tearing up Syria. No, for sure. But I know a lot of clubs are looking for are looking for him. Like he's going to be highly contested. I think. Yeah, I don't think I I could spend sixty mil on him. No, n- nor nor could I. Nor could I. I I think Ivan Tony would be would be the best kind of second option. I'm totally okay with that. I think it'd be great. Again, we have Lukaku around. If the scambling suspension is a long time, we are prepared. This on Brocia as well. That's three yeah. good strikers, and then Kuku can fill in too. So, I think we'd be yeah. pretty set up for the next year, and we still have a lot of money to spend the year after, and we can really start splashing. Definitely. All right. Okay. Well, is, is there any anything else we want to to do with Chelsea? So we're getting rid of a ton of players, really cutting off the deadwood, having a much smaller squad, and then we're bringing in under nine or fifty mil. Kessie for 25 and maybe Kane for 100 but if not 20 for 50 I think that's totally fair how many players are we selling we're selling 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9 we're selling 13 players and we're bringing in 3 so we're shedding 10 players off the team I think I think you could even go more which is actually how ridiculous this Chelsea squad is right now I guess you know we are we are sending some players out on loan so you know the mm-hmm. the squad will probably end up be cut down to closer to like twenty five ish, which I think is which is much much better, yeah, much more and manageable. Number. And yes, we have academy guys around too. So yeah, I, yeah. I think that's a much better situation for next year, yeah. and it's something that Poch can really work with and still change. I mean, if the guys on loan, you know, he's bringing them back for the season after. There's also a lot of really young guys in and around the squad that will start next year, but they can bring in. We'll be able to sell Lukaku hopefully the year after we we'll let him walk. So I think it's a really flexible squad. I think a lot of the guys we're keeping will have really good resale values as well, like Havertz, for example, if he does have another disappointing year. So I think it's the squad is flexible. It's a lot of smaller, um, lots of versatile players, a lot of talents. And I think I'm not sure what top four. No, I think it's a top four team next year, or at least pushing for it. Let's talk back to the top six, 100%. Yeah, I agree. I think in, in the right system, giving Poch the summer to kind of do his thing, you know, giving him a preseason will really help. And I think, I think, I think we'll be right. We'll be right back in the thick of it again if we get it right. All right. Awesome. Guys, any other thoughts? You down, Jamie? What do you guys think about just all of this? I think we've um we've done a pretty good job to cut down the the squad, and oh, it's sad because there's so many good players that we talked about leaving, but people have got to go. The there's way too many players in the club right now. Um, and I, th- I think that the the players that we're left with are are definitely definitely good and with a, a couple key signings definitely a top four team in my in my books yeah awesome Dow. yeah i agree thoughts? um I'm, I'm i'm very happy with the plan we made today and i think although there were some you know tough decisions here and there i'm very interested to see how the following um 
few months will play out and uh, what actually does happen and what doesn't. And um, yeah, hopefully Chelsea's in top table contention for next season. Yeah. Okay. Well, that concludes another episode of Football Spectacle. Um, I think it's, it's safe to say that Chelsea has been saved by us. So let's let's hope Bully is listening to this and make some moves. Um. Yeah, Archie, back to you. If you want to finish this off. Yeah. No, I think uh, I'm I'm happy with the work we're done. We've done. I think. Uh. Yeah. We should. Uh. We we've we've proven ourselves as master master managers now. So um I think our I think our job as a uh, as a professional manager is coming soon. Um but yeah, thank you guys for uh for listening. Again, this was a this was a long one, but it was a it was a good one. We needed to obviously uh you know have a good in-depth conversation about this and this dire situation we're in. So uh yeah, we appreciate you all for listening. Thank you, Jamie and Dow, for joining us again. This was a lot of fun. Um, and yeah, we'll, uh, yeah, totally. And we'll, um, yeah, we'll see you guys shortly on the next episode.